Okay, Corporate Streets presentation. Welcome to the Powercast. The Powercast. The Powercast. Welcome to the Corporate Streets Powercast. This is the podcast discussing the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. And today you have TJ. And this is Jaron. Sick Jaron, by the way. And this week we are talking about the 46th law. Never appear too perfect. All right, Jaron, translation time. All right. So the translation, I feel like I've said this on the on the podcast before. But I feel like it fits uh, on this one as well. If and it fits, that, it fits. Yeah. And so the translation for this week is don't drink wine in front of beer sippers. Be safe, though. Okay. Shout don't drink to, wine in front of beer sippers. Shout out, right. to, shout out to Taxstone. Be safe, though, beloved. <laughs> yep. You said that before. I don't know if you use that as a translation, though. Do you feel like you need to explain what that means? Or is it is, Just is basically, the context clear enough? I feel like it is, but just to go a little deeper into it, I mean, you're drinking the finest wine and people, you know, standing on the on the corner or, you know, at the other end of the bar is like, oh, look at this guy thinking he's all fancy drinking his wine. And it's not like you're trying to flirt, you know, floss on him or nothing. You just are a wine connoisseur. Right. And, so, and you got the money to pay for it. Yeah. And actually... Um, I kind of did this. I could kind of change this uh, same saying up uh, to be my own. Don't smoke on fine cigars in front of cigarette smokers. Mm. And I've done that. I've done <laughs> in, that in before. Front of, in front of black and mild smokers. <laughs> right. I've done that. And I've definitely been called out for it. Kind of like, oh, man, you got the you got the big boy. You got the the cuban you got the real you know they they always mention it you know what i'm saying so it's like right i'm trying to be fancy i'm trying to be uppity even when You're i got to take them to the next level right i'm just I'm, and i'm just simply enjoying my little cigar you know it's nothing it's not like a big deal to me i don't yeah, know nothing against them yeah so but we'll but we'll get to why they feel some kind of way though we'll get to that in a moment right but first a few words from the og robert green himself appearing better than others is always dangerous but most dangerous of all is to appear to have no faults or weaknesses envy creates silent enemies it is smart to occasionally display defects and admit to harmless vices in order to deflect envy and appear more human and approachable only gods and the dead can seem perfect with impunity all right bro check this have you ever met a person, saw how they operate, they're super cool, super smart, they're well-versed, like a jack-of-all-trades in everything. They're athletic, well-spoken, outgoing, organized, neat. They don't drink. Well, they, they drink one glass of wine, red wine, occasionally, because it's good for the heart, right? right? They don't smoke. They don't do Actually, drugs. Actually, can I, can I jump in? I think you're supposed to like, drink a bottle a day. A bottle? No, it's not a bottle. Not a day. It's not a bottle. It's like, a glass. Yeah, it's a glass. Yeah, day, it's right? one glass. Oh, okay. But this person I mean, doesn't occasionally. Do the bottle. All right. Turn up. They don't smoke. Uh, they don't do drugs. They're vegan. 
They didn't have sex until marriage. They went to college. They have an amazing job. Their wife looks like a supermodel. They work out every day. He hey, sews kids. his own clothes. <laughs> he draws well. He's a math whiz. He has a crazy gun collection, video game stud. He's working on his third passport because the other two are stamped up. So he's well-traveled. He's got a Tesla Model X. He's a Golden Glove winner. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. He's got a 2017 Dodge Challenger SRT Hellcat. He has an immense sneaker collection to include 62 pair of OG and retro Jordans. With duplicates. With dupes, right? (laughs) What's the first wanna, thing you start to think rock, about? This guy? Wanna rock, wanna stock. <laughs> exactly. What's the first thing you think about this guy? Well, I tell you, you start racking your brain trying to find out what's wrong with him. And then you realize that, man, he's doing everything right. He's great at everything. He's better than you at everything, and he's great at even the things you don't do. You can't find out what his vice is. So the very next thought is. I ain't leaving my kids around him. This dude must be a pedophile. Gotta be. All that stuff going right, he's gotta be sick some kind of way, bro. Gotta be. You know what? That is exactly what it is, though. Because, um, I can't even take credit for this. Andrew Schultz said, when you see somebody who's that perfect, you know they hiding something. Gotta be. Case in point. You can't be that perfect. Case in point, Bill Cosby. <laughs> Bill Cosby was talking all this stuff, you know, about pull up your pants and, you know, stop listening to all this hippity hoppity and all this stuff. And it turns out he's been raping women for the past 40 years. 40 years. Okay. And so, talking about that guy that I was just talking about, right, you know, just a moment ago, he's perfect. Nobody's supposed to be perfect. And you know right. what? That's that envy kicking in, though. That's exactly what OGRG was talking about. Envy is a natural human emotion. And when you walk around showing that you have perfection, people are going to not like that. And they're going to envy what you have. And they're also going to silently try to harm whatever you got going on. Right. So what does OGRG say? He suggests that you need to downplay those successes. Okay. Because once you get on that radar... And envy seeps into the mind and the body of somebody else. Every little thing you do is going to make that envy grow larger. And they're going to eventually lash out and attack you in some kind of way. Right. So in present day, we call this hating. You ride around the neighborhood (laughs) displaying your success. Everybody around you, they're hungry. The wolves will start sizing you up and eventually they'll eat you. And that's because they're burning with envy, man. Check out out what happened on Medicine Society. Old boy was just going to get a burger. And nice car. Yeah, the Did car. He spent his money on. Yeah, he, he had the, the, had nice the Mustang wheels. 5.0 with the Dayton. He's riding real clean, top down. The S curl in his hair, looking real clean. <laughs> How come that couldn't be natural, bro? Why you gotta have S curl, man? Stop <laughs> hating on the light skinned brother. <laughs> and Kane saw yeah, he was light skinned, right? And Kane saw him, you know, riding real clean. Clay uh, Kane say he was on some some BS. His wheels was, was whack, but he had his Mustang. But the other Mustang was cleaner than his. So yeah, man. Kane had to run up on him. Took his wheels and made him buy him some food. A burger with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I said with cheese, right? <laughs> All right, man. Once you start winning, the OG warns us that 
You need to start looking around because people might start feeling inferior. Envy might set in and that's going to dismantle your whole crew. Look around your crew, man. When you start winning, pay attention to your crew. And it happens to music groups all the time. They start calling you Beyonce and the Destiny's Child. Michael Jackson and the Jackson 5. LeBron James and the Cavaliers. It happened a new addition. Egos just get in the way, man. It happens to every single group, man. That might well, just... the lock the locks are still popping. Uh, Jada Kiss kind of went out on his. I mean, they they yeah. Unless you're really super duper, like if you were put together, you know, just to be a, a group. Oh yeah, yeah. But but if you are naturally. Like if you live bros. as brothers, yeah. really. You really live as brothers, like before the group stuff. But like the Jackson, you're put together. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Michael Jackson did his thing, but he didn't really. It wasn't bad for him, but for everybody else, like the Destiny's Childs and the uh, whatever Cisco's group was, and pretty much every other group. Yeah, there yeah. is somebody kind of just Drew Hill. Drew yeah, Hill. Drew Hill. There is somebody who's just wanting to step out and be the man. All of Lil Puffy's groups, what, 112, Danity yeah. Kane, uh, what was the other one? The the guy one? I forget what it was called. Making the Band Group, whatever their name was. The Band, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, it happens to groups all the time. It's because people start seeing you winning. I mean, it looks like it's about to happen to the Migos, right? <laughs> and Ray Schremer. Yep, yep, because people are trying to, and that's sad too, because people do this to you. People on the outside would try to put one above the other just to see that competition. You kind of naturally do that though, right? Like, everybody has their favorite, you know, like even back in the day, we had Bone, you know, everybody had their favorite member of the group. Mom was crazy, then busy, then lazy, then wish. But, you know, everybody has their favorite, and so you kind of get happy you know you want your fave to do an album but then crazy comes out with an album and it's whack so <laughs> super whack <laughs> multiple albums that were super whack, right yeah just stay with the group bro <laughs> just stay with the group i love crazy but i don't really i'm not feeling his his solos so for this reason you have to deflect the spotlight and og calls it giving sacrifices to the guys of success now how do you do this First, you got to downplay that success, and you reveal a defect. You tell, oh, man, you know, look, I'm, I'm really not that good. I stayed up all night to do this, man. You like, know, I worked it took hard me to do this. All, I really worked. I worked really hard to do this thing, man. You don't, you don't want to do That was a law, too, right? Like, um, not making things look too easy. Wasn't that a law? Well, actually, no, 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 no. He said to make it look easy. To make easy. it look easy, huh? Yeah, he said to make it look easy. You don't want to tell people how hard it was oh, yeah, that yeah, it took yeah, you yeah, to yeah. get there. Yeah. So it, this is strategic. You so right, right. You use um, it. That would that would that would seem like it's contradictory, but I would say that when you're in front of your bosses or you're in front of people that can make a difference in your life, you want to seem godlike. Like this is easy. Give me more so I can make this happen for you. But when you're around your friends and you're getting all the, all these kudos and all this clout. You kind of got to tell them like, yo, look, the job that I, yo, the stuff that I'm doing, man, is really, really hard. You can do it. It depends. But it's really tough. It depends. So like at work, you said around the boss, like at work, like we have um, a productivity goal. We we should yep. be at about 90% every day. I don't want to be at 120% even though I can. True. I have True. the ability to, but that's seeming too perfect at work which goes exactly. along with this law but against that other one 
but yep. that's just my personal thing like i guess if there's a time where i need to be shining well go for it but if i'm doing 120 percent, i'm almost doing the work of two people and yep and and that's the thing too and that's gonna build envy right right, right. so you definitely have to pick and choose the law for your situation and that's why you have to go and listen back to the laws and remember what the situation was and why you would use it at that time. But in yep. this case, you're right. You got a group full of people and everybody's supposed to be on the same level playing field. And OG talked about this. It's very easy to get people to be envious of you. And you don't want that because silently they're going to be working against you. Right. To try to dismantle whatever you got going. So uh, you want to downplay the success and reveal a defect, right? You also want to give credit to being lucky. So that's another way that you can give sacrifice to the guys of success, trying to deflect that spotlight. It's like, man, I was just really lucky. I was in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Uh, and another thing he said. You see sports is, guys so, do that all the time. Yeah, sports it could be, guys it definitely could be, do it that. It could be a boxing situation. Like, I was just a lucky punch. It could be a big catch in a football game. I just happened to be, you know, lucky and got open. Yep. Last shot of the game. I just got lucky got a clean look yep exactly and so the third thing to do to deflect that spotlight is to find new friends <laughs> that's what he said was to find new friends and me my own suggestion is that you might want to find people that's doing better than you so you have something to strive for so and in that way perfect. yeah it's it's a win-win because they're going to make you sharper right and they will be less likely to be envious of you too because they're doing better than you, right? Right. And you're gonna strive to be. Now the thing is, though, you get some, you get around some people that's doing better than you. You can become envious of them. So. Oh yeah, now you're on the other side. Yeah. So don't be that person on the other side. Use the envy to fuel you to do better, or you use that feeling of envy because envy is it's a natural feeling. It's a natural emotion to want what somebody else has if if they have more talent or more whatever it is than you so it's natural to feel that way everybody thinks they want to be on the same team as kobe bryant but then you realize he's not passing the ball (laughs) (laughs) no every no everybody wants the championship with kobe bryant but then you get on the team and realize that you don't have any power on the team because he wants you to throw in the ball all the time right because he's like the coach and the general manager low-key yeah (laughs) you know so yeah like be careful what you wish for, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Other options you may have is to uh, appear to be like the people that's like a notch below you, okay? And make alliances with people that are under you and promote them into power positions. And this is a power play, so you can call on them when you need them, all right? And so the low-hanging fruit would be to make an example of a work situation because... I mean, it's super easy to to do that. Talk about promoting people in a more powerful positions. But think about this even in the street situation. Think about the rapper who wants to feel safe in Cali. So they promote these recognizable street figures into high ranking positions in their entourage so they can be protected. right? Right, Right. And promoting them, throwing them some money will essentially buy you a pass to move freely. And it also buy your safety. Right. And so protection rather than rather than them being jealous of you and trying to take what you got and trying to rob you, you're kind of paying them and putting them in good positions so they'll take care of you and you can feel safe. So we're kind of like a protection racket. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like 
It's one step below extortion because you're willingly giving them the money. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> yeah. Protection. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're kind of forced into it, but without without somebody actually asking for it. Yeah, you're, you're choosing to do it still. You yeah. know, if you don't, that you got consequences. Right. Eventually, the envy is going to get to you know to you. They're silently going to take you down. So you go ahead and go find them, put some money in their hand, put them in positions of your entourage, and now you can keep an eye right. on them, and they you, keep an eye on you. You align yourself with the blood, so now you don't got to deal with the blood. And, uh, you got them as allies, and then you have them as protectors against the other gangs. Exactly. Now, Speaking don't go which, they said They said, Chris, they said uh, Suge Knight is saying that Snoop, hired the Crips like he paid the Crips to allow him in the gang so he can be protected and let him that's interesting because he's been yelling Crip since he came out his first album at 18 so I don't know if I believe that yeah I was gonna say I don't I don't think I believe that Suge is just (laughs) reaching yeah Suge is definitely reaching so um, don't go flaunting your wealth if you don't show it people have to guess how much you have but if you go flaunting what you have that's a one-way ticket to make sure people envy you. Remember, you don't want people envying you. This makes me think of the difference between, say, a black youngster, the rapper, and Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar has been winning for like the last five years. I know he's. I know for sure he's paid. He's been basically touring nonstop. I don't know how much he's paid, and you know what? I'm not gonna know because he's not flying off in super expensive cars. No crazy wardrobe, no crazy chains. He don't. He doesn't have any money phones. His girl. Like his that. girl is very basic looking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she's a cute basic though. Yeah, she's like right. she's she's a. If you dress her up, she can be higher status. I feel like I could holler at her. <laughs> That's because she decides to look basic. You know these. You well, know. I'm just saying. Women. She looks. She looks obtainable. I guess that's kind of what he wants i don't know yeah yeah exactly it's a compliment he's kind of basic and looking so, charlotte may said that when he first saw kendrick lamar he thought he was a janitor <laughs> oh wow but he's just one of the best rappers of today right. that's funny it's funny how that works and so you take like a black youngster right right rapper guy got the money phones he making it rain you know throwing hundreds of thousands of dollars in the shower in the hotel room showing what he has the people that are around him will be envious of that, especially if you tell them no. The fans, they're gonna be envious of that, bro. And so look at look at Boosie, uh, little Boosie. He he was uh, a proponent of the money phone, and it turns out his uh, own brother like stole like three hundred thousand dollars from him. From him. Wow, that's that's exactly okay. Show's over. That's all you have to do. Yeah. <laughs> you should have started with that. We wouldn't even be going on through all this stuff, man. We wouldn't yeah. even be going into detail. That man, his own brother. Come on, man. Yeah. That is the definition of be careful of the envy. Or so how don't or, go flaunting your well. Or how about let's go back to the corporate world again at work. Now let's say you are that person that's doing hundred ten percent. And like your your coworker is like, man, I was at eighty nine percent. I didn't make it for this uh, for this month well you probably should be like oh word hey man that's crazy you shouldn't be like well i got 110 percent like yeah i don't know about you but i hit 115 <laughs> and uh yeah man it was pretty easy for me too dang i hope i hope you get that 100 uh, percent next time man yeah again, you should you should you should holler at me i can give you some tips yeah don't, just <laughs> just let them just let them 
You don't complain. Don't don't flush your good numbers on them. Now, so so check that. That's that's exactly what I'm getting into next. Defer to others as if they're more powerful than you. Okay, you need to defer to others as if they are more powerful than you. And if you keep asking me what I think and what would I do, I wouldn't have any reason to envy you because I feel like I'm better than you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not insecure when I'm around you because you defer to me all the time. Right. And so that's a way to deflect uh, your successes, making me less envious, giving me less of an opportunity to be envious of you. Now, check this, man. OG says, never be so foolish as to believe that you're stirring up admiration by flaunting the qualities that you raise, or excuse me, that by flaunting the qualities that raise you above others. Okay? So don't be a fool. Don't think that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build admiration because I'm going to flaunt everything that I got. It really stirs up unhappy admiration, also known as envy. And so I'm going to give a shout out to Meek Mill for this one. Because when he runs around stunning his jury, his private jets, he had the dopest looking chick in the rap game. And you say you do it with no ill intent. You do it to motivate and show that anybody can do it. However, you've got to know that most people don't get motivated by that. They get envious instead. And so they can't wait to see you fall down the stairs. They can't wait to see you get murked by a singing dude in a rap battle. They can't wait to see you and your girl break up. And they're just waiting on the minute that your album flops. And it's because you're flaunting so much. Floyd Mayweather. So. Exact same thing. Floyd Muddy Mayweather. Yeah. You know, he has a he he's, has a perfect record. He lets you know about it. He doesn't let you forget about it. He says that he's the best, which is okay. I mean, that's what boxers do, right? Yep. That's what <coughs> athletes do. Not all athletes. You don't really hear like LeBron saying, I'm the best of all time. Even though he uh, arguably. He said that before. He said that before. Does he say it like being. He don't a, say it often. He doesn't say I it mean, like in an arrogant way though. Like he might have said it in an interview or something. Yeah. Yeah. But. He was saying that as a way to pump to pump himself up. But Floyd, but again, Floyd reminds you every interview. Every time he yeah, gets to speak. You know, I feel like athletes get a pass though. Because they shouldn't be doing it if they don't think they're the best. And if nobody believe if if they don't believe in themselves, nobody believe in them. And even if you're envy, even if somebody's envious of them, your skills have to show and prove. So if you're gonna walk around flaunting that you're the best, you better be practicing it. You better be shooting in the gym. Floyd know, better man. be throwing punches in the gym. I don't know, but well, the thing is, they, no, they don't get the pass because when you have a perfect record like Floyd, you have a perfect record like the Patriots. People want to see you lose. They do. Like they like you get the haters who just hate you just because you do have a perfect record and you do appear to be perfect. Again, Floyd is got he he's doing money phone stuff. He's doing the whole same like uh, f boy stuff that y- black youngster does. If Floyd has way yeah. more money than him, and you but know what, he's though? still acting but- like a, a a guy who does it. But what I'm saying is the difference is for Floyd Mayweather is that the only person that can silent the only person that can bring him down is his own lack of training. It's kind like of his record. own lack of will to want to be the best. Like his team, his the people behind him can't can't gas him or they could gas him up, you know, and seek well, I'm just, I'm just I'm just saying as far as it being envious, you know, it, you have people who want your demise, they want you to fail when oh, you're perfect. Yeah. 
you definitely do that. The, I think the thing to be aware of, though, to be aware of, is when you when you're a regular person like you and me, and we're not and we're not single man athletes. You know, uh, we, we everything we do, we're trying. We're, we're touchable. Okay, people can help us to our demise. And that's what you want to be aware of is that when people get envious, they can secretly work behind your back to work towards your demise. And that's what this whole thing I mean, is about, in Floyd, my perspective. Floyd is rich, but he can't read. So he has to have people who's <laughs> he has to have people who has his back. Yo, as long as he can count, dog, that's all that matter to him, dog. As long as he can count. Yeah. Oh man. Keys to power, bro. Now, look, the fact is that most of us think that we're much better than we are, and this confidence is good and everything. However, when we meet somebody that's better than us, it's a hard pill to swallow, all right? And if this realization goes unchecked, it eventually turns into envy, and that's us being envious of other people. So we're thinking, we're going about our day, ha da ha da ha. I'm the best person at doing, I'm the best artist I know. You're the best photographer you know, right? You walk around like you're the best photographer, and then you go see Jonathan Mannion's pictures, and now you're like, whoa, this dude is, this dude is super dope, and why is all his pictures so much better than mine? That right. can, if you don't check that, if that doesn't, if that goes unchecked, it can turn into envy. If it doesn't turn into fuel to make yourself better, to be more like his pictures or be better than his pictures, to surpass his pictures, it just turns into flat out envy, you wishing you had his pictures. And that's not a good thing. Yeah, for me, it turned into, how did he do that? What camera is he using? Oh, let me try to get this camera so I can figure this out. Yeah, and that's that's using it as fuel to make yourself better. That's cool. But sitting back like, man, he ain't even that good. Man, I wish I had his pictures. I wish I, did, I got on like I, him. I, I did kind of hate on that uh, DJ Khaled album. <laughs> it did look like it was shot with an iPhone Seven, though. I, <laughs> it looked like I said the same thing. He probably did too. He's so great that he probably just pulled out his phone out of his pocket, took the pictures like DJ Khaled. This show, this show cover right here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now the thing about being envious, man, it sucks because you can't even talk to anybody about it. Because socially, in society, it's whack to admit that you're envious of somebody. So you hide this deep inside. And you think you know how to hide it, too. You're like, yo, I just tell everybody that DJ Khaled used an iPhone 7. He ain't even, you know what I'm saying? He ain't even really take the picture. And, right. and he ain't even really that smart. The only reason he's smart is because his dad is a doctor. Right. You're thinking that you're hiding that envy, but it's clear. It's very clear that you're envious, right? Yeah. Another see, way people try to hide. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say you see that um, on social media, too, with people with their uh, so-called perfect relationships. Oh, whew. those relationships be taking a hit on social media. All you try to do is post the positive, showing everybody that you love, your, your wife or your husband, your girlfriend, your boyfriend. But everybody's in the background like, why they acting like they so happy all the time? Like they never argue. <laughs> you're like I don't like girl you know she just got an abortion last week <laughs> you know, right. she, <laughs> and it wasn't even his it was Ray Ray's from down the right. street right. right telling all the gossip hating <laughs> showing that envy another way that people try to hide their envy is they try to give you credit about your greatness all the time I'm not hating if I praise him right it's like oh man he's so great he's yeah he's the best one to ever do it I mean Hey, give it to Jaren. He's the best photographer I know, man. He's the best one to do it. 
you think that's disguising the envy just terrible way to disguise the envy it's very very clear where you're going above and beyond to compliment almost in a sarcastic way don't fall into that trap listeners you definitely could do that at work <laughs> like oh yeah just let john do it you know he's good at these things <laughs> oh man. because they always give john all the special projects so it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I might as well just give it to John. He he does this kind of stuff all the time. Yeah, exactly. Just just give it to Jaren, man. I mean, he's the only one in the department that can do it. He's the only one. All right, man. So you're probably thinking, if it's so natural and it's so bad, how do I keep from being envious? Well, just realize that people are going to be better than you. You need to deal with it. And rather than be envious, I said it like four times already, Try to use it as fuel to make yourself better. Okay. All right. All right. Realize that as you gain success and power, others will begin to envy you. Know that it's coming, man. Soon as you start winning, people are going to start hating. People are going to be unhappy about your success or they're going to want your success or feel like they should be in the same position as you because they can do it better than you. So because of this, you need to read body language you need to pay attention to those snide comments, those sarcastic jokes. These people are backstabbers. They'll be coming for you in a heartbeat. Tell Watch the, for them. Tell them the perfect records, man. Uh, the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry just oh, be yeah. Steph Curry just be shooting up from every anywhere. He don't. He ain't that good. He just be getting lucky, throwing up these crazy shots. Yeah, he's just so lucky, man. Always throwing up them shots. That's why they lost three to one in the finals. See. And look, I mean, they had the best season ever in NBA history. They had come back from like a three to one deficit on Oklahoma City. And people were mad. People yeah. were really, really mad and envious. And so there you have it. They was excited when Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors lost that title, man. So watch out for those backstabbers. That's and cool. um, don't think that excessive praise is real either. All right. They're just trying to build you up to make you overconfident so you can drop the ball. So this could happen to Floyd Mayweather. It was like, hey, Floyd, nah, man, you so good. Why don't we go out to the club tonight, man? Why don't we go kick it? You don't need to practice, man. It's just Conor McGregor. What's Conor going to do to you? You Floyd Mayweather. Don't believe that. <laughs> don't start falling into that trap. They waiting on you to drop the ball. You get somebody in your crew that's like that, that's trying to take you off of, of your path to greatness, you need to cut them off immediately. Yeah, they've got to train, man. You got this. Yeah, dog. Why are you training for Conor McGregor? He don't even box, dog. Yeah, so watch out for those guys. You need to get that person off your team ASAP. Right. Yeah, man. Um, also know that people who envy you will work against you behind your back in secret. And yes, they are smiling your face. So be ready. I feel like tooth or excuse me. I feel like envy is like uh, like tooth decay. It's easier to prevent it than it is to correct it, all right? So go above and beyond to try to prevent this envy before it happens. You need to be deflecting, deflecting at all times. So also be aware of your actions and pay attention to those around you. We were just talking about that. You know, um, what else we got here? I just want to make sure that we're hitting all the important points here. Oh, wow. OG talked about sudden improvements of for in fortune and success. Or extreme praise out of nowhere. Alright. So. Hey Jaren. You win that lottery. Like. You think you winning right. Well. People around you. They not going to be so happy. Hey, yo. Oh. okay. I was going to say. like, Hey. I always thought you were so cute. Back in high school. 
or or I'll yeah or I'll be hitting you up with the dang man why 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 did you win and not me man I've been playing a lottery every day for sixteen years dog like how did you get it and sure they're gonna tell you they're happy for you and they'll they'll act like they're happy but we said sudden praise too right huh you said sudden sudden praise right. Well, it's, it's sudden improvements in fortune and successes. Extreme oh. praise. Oh, extreme, extreme praise, praise yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. That praise out of nowhere. Okay. So, yeah. You've you, you been looking good. You've been looking like a snack since high school. I was about <laughs> to tell you that. I was like, well, why don't you get at me then? then? You know? <laughs> don't start trying to praise me now. It's you. Don't try to be slick on it. You know what I'm saying? Right. All right. Oh, he talked about political power. And a lot of us aren't going to deal with political power. So I also put appointments of power. And so this is if you're appointed to a position, you're given a position or you win a position of some sort. Now, to avoid envy, you must seem unambitious to the point where people think you're the best person for the job. So they practically beg you to participate. So when you high school, you were in high school, you know, you're the most popular person there. Homecoming is coming up. And people like, yo, yo, Jaren, you gonna you gonna go to be homecoming king? You gonna try for it? You supposed to be like, nah, I'm good. I, you know, I don't really do that. I, I really don't have a chance to win. They're like, no, you really need to try, man. You need to get out there and try to do it. Nah, man, you know, it's it's, it's really not my thing, man. I'm not gonna do it. Like, no, look, I'll I'll get you the application. Yo, I heard you got a remote to make your wheel spin faster. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> Like, nah, 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 I got that. <laughs> nah, man, it's, that's not true. And so you make them go get that ballot for you, and then they practically pushed you into it. And how, you know, why would somebody be envious of a person that they actually put into the position? So that's another way to try to deflect that envy and that hatred. Top tip from OGRG. Is to disguise that power as if it's a burden or a sacrifice. Make that job seem less enviable. Okay. So how many times have you heard movie stars and music artists talk about how much it sucks that they can't go to the movies and they can't go to the grocery store and how hard tour life is? And you start feeling pity for them like, dang, man, they can't even go to the grocery store. Kanye West bad for them. Kanye West made a whole song about it. Pinocchio story. <laughs> what, what album was that on? That must have been on Twisted Fantasy. No, nah, that was on uh, Heartbreaks. Eight Ways of Heartbreaks. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, I don't remember that song. So I didn't listen to Twisted Fantasy as much, and I didn't listen to Heartbreak yeah. as much. Yeah. Eight Ways of Heartbreak. Oh, okay. So was he saying that that's a lie? People lying? He was just saying, he was like, uh, you can't go to the store without people asking, why you not smiling? Uh, man, you can't go to the, go out without people saying where's the camera you know and saying you should smile more and that kind of thing like it's so he was trying to disguise his power because he was just he was just screaming uh you know what i'm saying one man shouldn't have all that power right and now he's saying you know why you not smiling when you go to the store you know trying to like trying he to wants to be normal pity for him. yeah exactly yeah so anyway when we don't believe you you need more people kind of <laughs> right <yet>. right <laughs> And so another way to deflect this, too, is you, you can tell people, hey, man, my success helps both of us, man. Like, I need to be in this position so I can get us in a better position. And so it's going to cost you when you do that, though. Help but me, it's help better you. than the envy taking you down. Help me help you. Yeah, exactly. 
So you're supporting your friends and family. They're less like they're less likely to try to get you robbed. So who was that you just said got hit? Boosie. Yeah, Boosie. Uh, yeah, if if you was paying if you was paying your brother, and I don't know the situation, but if you was paying him pretty hefty already, maybe he wouldn't try to plot and rob you. Maybe he was a half brother, dog, or like a. Uh, long, I think I think his brother. I think his brother was with him, but his brother just wanted more. Oh, well. I guess he I guess he didn't feel like he was being taken care of, like he should, like he felt like he should. Oh, but, he should he should have had three hundred more thousand. Right. <laughs> so, uh, last tactic before we hit this reversal. So, show your wealth inside the house. Only show the wealth inside the house. When you go outside the house, you're just a meager man or woman. Okay. I got a friend who is a money. He has a money management company. He created one. It's his company. He's managing over a hundred million dollars for his clients. All right. Homie got a super dope Maserati, super cold. But you think he drives that around to his clients' houses when they meet up? No, he has a Mazda three for that. <laughs> so okay. he keeps his wealth inside the house, and he's not going out flossing to his clients. What he's working, his client, huh? What he's working? Yeah, when he's working. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm just saying that he's keeping it separate. That's true. Uh, That's true. You can you can also actually keep it inside your house. You, I mean, your house is all decked out. You got a million dollar home, and you know when you're driving out, you're driving in one of those old uh, Volkswagen vans. What are they called? Uh, I think it's just Volkswagen. So it's like the Ninja Turtle van, like the bus or whatever they call it. Yeah, the Ninja Turtle van is what I'll call it. You drive one of those when you're outside the house. Actually, there's a manager who lives like that. He lives in a community. Because I run by the community. I just found out he works. I mean, he lives there. I just found it out today. Man, that community is multi, is nothing but multi-million dollar homes. And so he said he lived two minutes from work. And I'm like, where you live at? You live over here? He's like, yeah. This dude has a Volkswagen bus. He got the Ninja Turtle van. Yeah. that's he's he's, But that, that car gets looks. That car it's not souped up or nothing. It's it's an old Ninja Turtle van. It might look like it, but sometimes they have it. They leave it like that patina, like where it's rusted, but it's actually rusted on purpose. Oh, like it might be an excellent running condition with a Porsche motor yeah. or something. <laughs> but oh yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure that he, he's an, he's an engineer guy, so I I know that he's he's making sure that it's running well. I'm sure it's running well. But if you got a multi-million dollar home, you would think, homie, I have a Bentley, a Tesla, something to to match the house that he's it actually It actually sounds like he might be a car guy. Like, if he's driving one of those around, like, anybody that's driving, like, a Volkswagen, especially, like, an old one like that, they probably like a car guy. So. It's low-key. Anyway. And and don't I, do favors I, for on, those. Hold on. Who, I, could, I couldn't do that. Like, if it was me. You couldn't do that? If it was me, I would have, I would definitely have a very nice car that I would drive around. I wouldn't even have like a modest car or anything. <laughs> you just like, go ahead and do it. Like the most modest car I would have would be like an M5 or something. You know, like or M6 or whatever. You know, it, I wouldn't yeah, have yeah, too that's, much. Yeah, that's not that, that's not that modest, bro. Like yeah. if you would have said an M3 or M1 or something. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> no, that's not even that modest. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's that's about as you low as I would be. You can't have an M anything and be modest, bro. <laughs> if I'm a billionaire, dog, like nah, nah, I, I would, I, I couldn't, I couldn't still be driving around in uh, Chrysler 200 if I was a billionaire. Yeah, I feel you. 
don't try to do favors for those who envy you. They're going to take it as you being condescending. So don't try to do them favors. Don't try to walk on eggshells. Don't try to act like, you know, don't try to act like you're not the guy because they're going to treat it like, well, oh, you think you that much of the guy that you got to, you know, you got to do me favors. I don't need your favors. <laughs> you're just going right. to build more envy. Right. So now it's time for the reversal. All right. What does he say here? Now, we try to be careful and we try to prevent the envy because we know that envy is covert. All right. It's normally hidden. It's normally not out there in the open. It's, it's all behind your back. And like I was talking about walking on eggshells, if you do this too much, they're going to think that you feel like you're too great to be yourself and you think you all that. You think you all that. So, again, prevention is the best defense for envy. Now for the actual reversal part, okay? Because that was his preface to it. There are times when you might want to floss your perfection and successes. And when you have a rival that can't touch you and you know that they're envious of you, you got to go hard in the paint <laughs> to make them more envious. I got an example, Jaron. I got one. You ready? Wait a minute. Were you the, supposed to go the, hard the, in the paint? The OGRG actually used the term hard in the paint. Nah, he didn't. That was me. Oh. That was on me. I was going to say, I would like to know <laughs> that he was listening to Waka Flocka and like, he actually used that word. He no, dog. This came out like 1999. But that you know, they have revisions and stuff. They, hard in the paint. You know, they have a new editions and everything. They had, So, he, he oh, could have okay. tossed it in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, nah, nah, that was me. But you got to go hard in the paint. Let me give you an bah, example. Bah, when bah, bah. You know you got somebody envying you and you go hard in the paint. You break up with that girl and you need to do your best to show that you're doing good without her. You done found a new chick. That's the best revenge, man. That's when you go hard in the paint. Right. You you show that perfection. You're like, yo, I got a chick that look better than you. Or you might not have another girl at all. You might just be happy without her. You want to show all the pictures smiling. You want to see, <laughs> you want to show, you want to show all the pictures of, of girls doing body shots and you right there. Boom. Boom. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. You at the beach the, all the time. Exactly. You got that. You got the Instagram flicker. You rubbing suntan lotion on this model looking chick. You ain't even really know her. You was like, yo, you need help with that. And so you get that picture and put on Instagram. You know your girlfriend's that your ex is stalking or her friends are. Right. So that's when you want to go hard in the paint. No doubt. <laughs> All right, y'all. So this has been another episode of the Corporate Streets Powercast. And as always, we encourage you to get your own copy of Sir Robert Greene's The 48 Laws of Power. You can get the audio book like we've been listening to for the past 46 weeks or 45. Where are we at? 45 weeks? Yeah. 40 some odd weeks, man. Yeah. 40, 11 weeks. 40, 11. Or you can get the paperback version. Uh, whatever you do. Robert Green needs your support because I heard he likes to turn up, right? And don't you know those uh, red solo cups? Yeah. All right. Well, he wants to appear. He 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 follows his own laws. He wants to appear to be a normal person. He doesn't okay. want to be perfect. But I heard that he's getting one of those solo cups made out of. Uh, oh, I suppose I looked this up. Is this Swarovski's? What's the crystals? 
Is that a what? What are those crystals called? The Swarovski or Swarovski crystal? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay, the baller. I don't know how to pronounce it though. Yeah. So the baller crystal brand. There you go. <laughs> he wants to get a solo cup made out of that, but again, he wants to be a common man. He wants it painted so it looks like a regular solo cup. Ah, uh, dude, and that's so, a lot of energy. So they gotta make the crystal solo cup, right? And then they gotta paint it red with all so the marking. Like solo cup. Yeah, and it's white on the inside, and it's gonna have the lip on it, and all the markings. And yeah. that's an expensive project to do, and so it is. And you only gonna know the difference when you drop it and break it, right? Exactly. Or you pick it okay. up, and it's like, yo, this is different. <laughs> <laughs> so he needs your support. You gotta, you gotta buy this book. Yeah, man. And just because you go and support OG Robert Green as you should, doesn't mean you don't need us anymore. Just like listening to us doesn't mean you shouldn't go get that book. Let me let's put it like this: Robert Green is like. Robert Greene's material, his book is like a fresh layer of snow on Christmas morning. And we're like, we're like that trash can lid that you use to get down that hill at excessive speeds. We help you get to where you need to go, man. We compliment what Robert Greene is doing. We trying to take it a little bit further, a little bit faster. That's how we do. But why we got to use a trash can lid? Why, like? Because that's what was accessible, dog. We ain't have a sled, bro. We, we we take meager beginnings. We take humble beginnings and make it great. Mm, okay, uh, I was I was <laughs> I was thinking more like he's kind of like the Molly, and we're like the Percocets. You need both. Oh. Have a, you, have the, you need both to have a good weekend. So, do you? Absolutely. I thought it was like I thought you just interchangeable. It was like look, you either you either got Percocet. Molly Percocet, whichever one you got, you just you just party with what you got. It's both. Man. <laughs> I, think, I think you gotta have both. You gotta have both. That's how the song man. goes. <laughs> Future's an ex- expensive druggie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you want to discuss any of these laws, or if you want to uh, discuss anything, we have another podcast as well, just our regular podcast. Um, but you can reach us at our email, which is thecorporatestreets at gmail dot com. That's thecorporatestreets with a Z at gmail.com we are on facebook we are on twitter and we will be on instagram one day we're on instagram individually but we'll have a corporate streets page eventually yeah you said you got some ideas right i do we're gonna get cracking on that asap yep all right and so next week we will have law 47 which is do not go past the mark you aim for in victory learn to stop and I already know what my translation is going to be. Oh, okay. I'm ready to do it. All right, guys. So this has been another episode of the Corporate Streets Podcast. Uh, well, Powercast. This has been another episode of the Corporate Streets Powercast. This is the Powercast for people. See, I got a song again this week, but I'm sick. It's a slow song. I don't feel like singing it. Um, but it's David Ruffin. He made a song called A Common Man. Okay. And it goes, I have dreamed a dream. There's a common man hoping to rise to the top. I have sworn by my blood as your man, my love, that one day, I promise one day the hurting will stop. But I'll never, never, never change. I never change one single grain of sand. Oh, thanks to you, baby, for just loving a common man. So... That's some real players. I'm gonna do the whole verse, dog. You did the whole verse. Not to mention, I, 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 
I found that song because Jay Z sampled it. That oh. never that never changed. Yeah. You know that's you know the song, right? On Blueprint. Okay. On yeah. Blueprint. They it, never changed. Yeah, that's that's David Ruffin. And also that's in relationships. You if you if you let them know that you ain't nothing, you ain't about nothing right from the beginning, they won't expect too much from you. There you go. You're not perfect. You're a common. Set that expectation. So be a common man. Set it low. Yeah. <laughs> Set it low. First date, you can't be taking on trips to Ibiza. No. You ain't gonna win. No. Because <laughs> how you gonna top that for the next 15 years? Right. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. Corporate Street, the Corporate Street, the Corporate Street, Power Cast, Power Cast, Power Cast. Power Cast. Power Cast. Power Cast.